welcome back you guys happy monday for you sunday for us is sunday worse than monday the anticipation of the monday i actually enjoy sundays but i don't have like a regular work week so sundays for me i i force myself to relax yeah like it is kind of that day where i'm like no it is yeah. sunday it's god's day and right. God said, let there be total days where you do absolutely nothing and barely exist as a person. Yeah. Like if I want to order food and you know, it's just like, I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like vacuuming my living room today. I'm not going to do it. If I don't feel like, I don't know, doing, a, I usually do a, a small load of laundry every day. Like just, I like rotate, like I'll do like a load of towels one day. The next day I'll do like all of my white colored clothes so I can like bleach them. And like the next day I'll do like the rest. I have never separated my laundry that way. The only reason I separate my towels are because I have really nice Ugg towels, right? And I like they, I don't know. I just, they're precious to me. But anyway, I, I also don't like my other towels because I don't really use the towels. Those are like my special ones. Those are like you take a luxurious bubble bath and then I like get like use my like super soft Ugg towel. I don't know. I miss taking baths. I can't. Take, I can't because the apartment that I live in, they they painted the bathtubs in between. <laughs> people who moved in and like in between tenants and so there's like all this crusty peeling paint that like just continuously peels off and it's just you know it's uncomfortable it's kind of a vibe killer you know like it hurts kind of it's it's really not that expensive to have your tub reglazed that's all they have to do a glaze I don't know what it is. I remember, I know what it is when, like, I know I can tell from being a real estate agent, I can tell when a tub needs to be glazed and I can tell when a a tub has just been glazed, but I don't even, I I am not even completely sure what that is. When was the last time you had your tub glazed? (laughs) (laughs) Asking the real questions. Sarah, also, let me just say one of the most chaotic things I've ever I ever witnessed in my life is watching you use a lighter with those long ass nails. It's so funny to me because I I've been wearing acrylics since I think the first time I got acrylics I was in seventh or eighth grade and I've always gotten long ones. I mean like and I mean I guess that's really relative because some people look at my nails and I have small nails toward to some people like who are really into acrylics um, but if you're not into acrylics, I do have probably longer nails. Um, but I can do everything. I can do anything. I can open a can. I can, I, this necklace has a really small clasp. I put these on with my nails. It was a little bit hard, but. Um, I can't even do that with no nails whatsoever. Well, the secret is I have all of my fingers are weirdly, really flexible. And what? I don't, yeah. And so I use, I use the inside of my knuckles for everything. <laughs> so if you watch me text, I actually text, you guys can't see me, but I, I basically have my, that's what I'm saying. yeah, your yeah. Name, you do have, that's one of the super, reasons. Super, all of my fingers are like that. Yep. My whole, my hands are just flexible. I don't know why. 
I just, it's just one of those things. Yeah. Cause I know everyone does. The only thing I can't do with my nails is take my contacts out. I can put them in, but to take them out, um, you shouldn't do this, but I've never had anything go wrong. I take a Q-tip and I bend it in half like tongs and I just pull them out. With the fuzzy, you, did you get fuzzies on your contacts and your eyes or? I mean, I'm sure that's, it sounds sanitary. It doesn't sound comfortable. I mean, yeah, my doctor was like, you could potentially like get a little scratch on your eye from the cotton, but I've never, I've been doing that since eight years. I've never had that happen. You cracked your cornea. (laughs) She broke her (laughs) cockets. Yeah, I can do anything. I have, I have accidentally lit them on fire though, like lighting candles and whatnot. I can definitely see. I think the one time I remember in the last decade of my life, actually having acrylic nails, I remember I burned them. Yeah. They hold a flame too. Yeah, they do burn. (laughs) Fair warning to all the other hotties out there. You can set your acrylic nails on fire. I'm so sad that my computer just made a beeping noise. I did not hear it. Wait, really? Oh, sick. No. Okay, no. I'll cut that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I didn't even hear it. But you know oh, what? It I went attention. It w- it was loud and it went. Bloop, bloop. Well, how was it? <laughs> like a little <laughs> I love to do like you know remember on house bunny where she has to say people's names like <laughs> like I'll do that at, on like work calls I'll be like <laughs> god it's like such a quirky thing in my head but like no one really <laughs> You know what? I always try to explain to people that, like, I, I don't know. I only, I don't care about ever, I could never be a comedian because I don't care about making other people laugh. I solely do things for my own entertainment. And I feel like half of the things I think are really funny, no one really gets, but like, I get it. And it's funny to me. And that's all I care about. Well, that's all that matters. I know. It's just like, first off, I mean, that's just what it is when you're the main character like you have to jokes with yourself a main character syndrome is good for you I think it really is however like my main character I die if people don't laugh at my jokes like I can't handle that's like the one criticism I just can't ever accept I always laugh at your jokes I think you have funny jokes I actually think you could do comedy I think you should thank you I think you, I like, I you don't just, one doesn't simply do comedy. It's not a thing you do. <laughs> it's a way of life. Okay. I live a comedic life. I'm sorry. The main character, which is good for you. Yeah. I mean, oh. what? I, okay. Without the main character syndrome, then going to the gym is just going to the gym. But if you have main character syndrome, you're going to the gym and you know, you can have however many conflicts 
there's there can be so many different complex storylines going on plot line after plot line I mean it's like Skyrim with all the side quests you can do whatever you want yeah you know what I mean Um, I definitely agree I think and I'm pretty sure I've brought this up on every single episode but I don't think other people exist I think I only exist and probably you and no one else which is a thought to me Right. Sometimes I just look at people and I'm like, no fucking way. You know what I... Not a real person. There are like so many times where I will be looking directly at a a person and I just like don't see them. Like my, I don't like recognize their face. Like it just doesn't, I don't, it doesn't register. I don't remember it. Yeah. I don't actually like look at people. Like just know what they look like yeah like but a good amount of people yeah and it's so maybe you're right I don't know there's a lot of we could get into that but then I might have a existential crisis that's why you always bring it up and I I pivot because I'm just (laughs) I can't do that conversation you know what those conversations are really meant for two to three a.m you know yeah in someone's basement you have to be cozy yeah or in a very strange uncomfortable environment yeah or you're like camping I was just about to say camping oh god in the wilderness there is always a point when you're camping that like for me there's always a point where I get very very scared because I'm like did I ever tell you about the first time I camped at Joshua Tree no, I will probably, but probably actually, but I can say I don't same. remember anything. <laughs> so go ahead. I'm a great. Okay. So the first time I went to Joshua Tree, I legally took a bunch of edibles and I was with my friends and we were camping and we get there. We like take the edibles or whatever. And we're like sitting, um, we're just like chilling. And we're like, you know what? We did not get any wine or anything. You know, we weren't looking to get drunk, but we wanted like a nice little bev, little Party beverage. Party yeah. Out. I do like to have, and I know Allie's the same way, multiple beverages in rotation at all times. Mm-hmm. I like One multiple fun. flavors. I, it's an, ex- I One just enjoy that experience. Um, so we were like, and you know, we took out, a, we like couldn't drive. They hadn't kicked in yet, but um, so we're like, okay, you know what? Joshua Tree full of you know, kiddos our age, just like drinking beers, climbing rocks. So let's just walk around and make some friends and maybe someone will offer us like, you know, a beer or something. We're like, okay. Yeah. But we're both kind of awkward anyway. And we're walking around and it's dark and we have those like helmets on like little miners, like the little light. Oh my God, that's so fun. It's so dark because everyone does that in Joshua Tree. It's so fun. It's like we're playing a little game. So we're like walking around or whatever. And this guy walks up to us and he goes, hey, we're about to go drink some beers, climb some rocks. You guys want to join? And it was just like him. They were just some like hippies, probably from like Long Beach or something. And that's exactly like exactly what we wanted to happen. Like to the that tea, we wanted to climb some rocks and like just have a couple drinks. And someone approached you, but immediately is- it it kicked in. So this man said that to us, and our heads were like, "Yes, this is what we would like to do." 
but we couldn't like say any words. So it was just kind of like, uh, 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 and then he was like, okay. And then walked away. And then we were like, okay, maybe we should just like go to the bathroom, climb the rocks ourselves, like watch the stars and like, then, you know, go to bed or whatever. So I don't know why we just didn't pee outside. Like I, 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 I saw always... this the other day and I'm like, I don't know why we didn't just do that because especially first off, I have no problem just like with that. So I was like, I don't know why I suggested we, cause I suggested we walk to the bathroom. I love peeing outside. It's so much easier, honestly. But it, anyway, I suggested that we adventure to the bathroom. I'll pee anywhere. So we walk, so we're walking and we see a billboard sign in the distance and we're like, okay, that's gotta say where the bathroom is. So we're like, we walk up to the billboard and mind you, there's no cell service here. I don't, you, you haven't been to Josh True, but there's no cell service. You are like roughing it a little bit. Um, so we go up to the billboard and the billboard is just missing persons of people who went missing in the park. Good, fun, time. So I was like, oh my God, it is pitch black. I'm, you know, pretty, I'm high as a kite and that would have oh probably my. caused me to spiral. Oh, I was like, probably would have started a real yeah, at this point. Course. I'm like, we have to find this bathroom right now. So I we, oh. we, I don't even remember. I think there was like a little laminated thing on the billboard that had like an arrow or whatever. So we end up finding the bathroom and I go in it because I'm like at this point about to pee my pants and it's like a little shed looking thing. So I like walk in, it's just, it is, Allie, it was a hole in the ground and that is it. And I was like, this whole time I could have just peed on the ground, but now I have to, I like walked all this way in the scary darkness to go into a little shed that straight up just had a hole in the ground. You could see the like dirt. It was literally just like a hole in the ground. To me, that's, yeah, I would choose and then any other place. It outside. had a sign that said, and no light in the bathroom. And it said, wash your hands, but there was no sink <laughs> or like running water. <laughs> and then there's like, there was no hand sanitizer or anything. <laughs> so I was like, okay. There are some times where I go into porta potties and I'm like, this is so horrifically disgusting and there's like spiders and like it's like horrifying and it's like why can't we just have like a little you know just hang up some curtains and everyone just can pee behind the curtain why do we have to do the enclosed spaces there's so many people it's gonna be a little piss puddle yeah whatever the ground's a little soggy watch where you step i guess (laughs) You know? Um, no, I agree with you though. Sometimes Bring I like, go into porter potties and I'm like, I BYOTP. BYOTP. Bring your own toilet paper. <laughs> I'm claiming that. So <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna crazy. trademark that immediately. You should. Man, I should go. I should go. We should definitely camp very soon though I want to really bad I want to do I mean it's still a little cold to do it in the parks by me it just gets really cold at night in the desert you know what I miss having my station wagon 
When I was in high school, I drove a 1994 Buick Century station wagon, and I put shade carpeting in the back. It was, I bought it for $200 cash. It was just perfect. But anyway, I would always take it to my friend's houses, and, like, I would just sleep in it. Like, if it was, like, a bonfire, and I just, like, miss that so much. Because you could just lay back there. It was Yeah, I've been watching a lot. I really want to. If I hit the lottery tomorrow I would buy I would like redo a van I would, I would definitely game. redo like a like a 1980s era like Ford Bronco oh. I want no I want like a conversion van like a sprinter van or something oh, and I want to put like a shower and shit in there and just like live out of it that would be so fun yeah just travel I want to do that so bad Go it's, honestly, I, like I, I've kind of priced it out, and I think if I could find like a reasonable van, I could do it for like kind of cheap. I mean, it's gonna cost a few thousand dollars either way, but yeah, I really want to do. I really want to do that. That'd be like so sick, just to, like. I want to get a jet yeah. ski. Just me and my big van that I live out of, and I just have a little jet ski on the back. A trailer on the back with a jet ski. <laughs> I'm like Kenny Powers. I have never, I, I don't think I've ever driven a jet ski. I've been on them, but I don't think I've ever drove one. I have had some crazy experiences on jet skis. They're very dangerous. They are extremely dangerous. I love them. I love that you can get a license to drive one at like, what is it, 13, 14? Yeah, they're like, you know the alphabet? Awesome. You can operate a jet ski. (laughs) Here you go. Do you know what I learned? Do you know other states? Because in Michigan, you can, I I'm, assume it's still the same way. It's like 14 or four, yeah, 14 and six months or something. You can start driver's ed and you can get your permit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's, you can't do that till you're 16 here in California. And like, I've been talking to people because now I'm like bringing it up to people. And that's like a very weird thing that we do that. I think it probably has to do with our farming and stuff. Yeah, I, I I don't know why that would be because I'm, I'm of the opinion that we should wait as long as possible before we let people operate vehicles. <sighs> I think I think it's good to like like I like that you can start drivers training young, but I kind of agree with you. Cuz like where I was like how I drove when I first got my license, terrifying. They actually weren't supposed to pass me, but it was like really close to my birthday and I was starting to tear up and the, and the guy like passed me anyway. <laughs> I failed my first drivers. Ellie, I failed my first three. Yeah. I didn't get past the parking. Oh, I actually, I, that was like the part that I did the best on the first time there was a stop sign that was covered by like an overgrown bush. You like, after I failed, my mom and I literally drove past it and we didn't see it again. So that was like stupid. So then I went to another place because my mom and I both were like, that's kind of not my fault. So then at the next place I went, um, he told me to like make 
a left turn and I think I made a right turn, but I'm dyslexic. And then I don't remember what the third, I think the third one was something stupid. It was like always just a small, stupid technicality. And then the third one, I think the th- or the fourth time I took it, the time I passed, I think the only thing I didn't do right was ended up being something with the parking, but that's what I do the best was I was really good at parallel parking. But yeah, then he ended up giving it to me anyway. I did have to write because I'm really bad with my right and my left, especially because like why? Why are the like all every single time the driving instructor is like just the grumpiest, scariest old man you've ever been in a vehicle with? Yeah. And you're like under no even now, even now as an experienced, some would say accomplished driver, like I would still be nervous. Like, why do they have to be intimidating? My God, what what role does that play in the already scary art of learning how to drive a car in the street? And that's just kind of my my feedback to the Michigan. No, I I do agree. Driver's Ed was the most boring. Real estate school was a lot more exciting than driver's ed. Driver's Ed was just like really common sense. Oh, it was. And it also was like. It was after school, which was so incredible. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's like you go, go to school all day. You're hungry. You're sweaty. Oh, you're starving. You like just want to go home and do like you're, you are at max capacity. And then I'm you have to sit through like that. a three hour driver's ed class. Like some asshole. And then you oh, have to commit yeah. to your like Saturday mornings. To, you do. to drive around and mm-hmm. you have to like witness other people drive so you literally just have to sit there while you watch a very in, in you, you're like holding on for dear life that's one of the things I hated about like sports too like everything was on a Saturday like every single Saturday you're waking up at like 7 a.m and you're gonna go play soccer or like run a f- like 5k in this cold shitty usually rainy weather in Michigan and like you're just it sucks so bad I hated I I had really bad asthma I played soccer for a year or two and then my asthma was like too bad but I also I think it was also allergies too like I think allergies was making my asthma really bad when I was a kid sorry I I danced huh I just accidentally uh shot my gun if you heard that sorry my my coke can did the thing um well that you know what that joke was gonna land but I just didn't execute it well so I didn't hear the noise oh you didn't yeah that's why I was like what are you talking about oh I I said something because it was so loud oh 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 my my god God. okay yeah no I was like what noise did she hear okay that was yeah well speaking of guns though I shot two machine guns that's what I was going to do. I was going to say, and then talking about guns, because I really want to talk about. Oh, God. Guns. It was so fun. The, the amount of power. Yeah. Like, I, you have to, so when you shoot a machine gun, you kind of have to, at least the ones I shot, you have to hold the trigger down for like a couple seconds, like okay. four to six seconds. But as soon as you pull that trigger, your soul leaves your body and you have no concept of time. Yes. 
it's just like just it's just you and like raw power you really enjoy it yeah i did <laughs> it was so fun it's the most erotic thing i've ever experienced in my life <laughs> dude it was so oh i like my dad and i we ended up spending so much money shooting machine guns that they like gave us a free ride in a humvee back to our hotel that's really fun that yeah. whole experience the entire day and then my like dad and i went to a kind of a, wait what like shooting guns in the desert because you were in the desert i was well i was in vegas like that's just i awesome. shot these inside oh. oh yeah i also shot them really well you did I, there were only four th- I mean and they're your their machine guns are supposed to spray a little bit but everything was pretty much in the chest I only missed four times like four, four there was times. like a million rounds in that one poor we bought a ton- Allie we spent a lot of money unless my mom's listening you to bought that. a lot of bullets like that's crazy well, they were belt fed yeah I was like Jesus I don't think this guy's dead. I think you should hit him one more time. He's <laughs> so loud too. I, I still feel like I'm yelling a little bit. Yeah. It's been I, such a long time since I've gone to like a gun range. Yeah. Well, I want to go to one in California, but first off, they're kind of like going to gun ranges as a woman in general. Like sometimes you get kind of treated like shit. Um which is annoying but here they're really like you have to go with someone who's like also an experienced shooter and I don't I'm an experienced shooter I know how to hand like I know how to handle guns and I've shot quite a few of them for like a long time but I don't really have any friends that are so that's why I haven't really gone out here why does it why do you need to I don't know Gun, gun ranges some like have weird rules oh it's a rule yeah a lot of gun oh, ranges wow. are, I mean a lot of gun ranges like if it's the they said no newbies Fuck yeah that. Mm-hmm. this, this is, is like it's supposed to be like a safety yeah it's supposed to be like a safety thing I mean with a machine gun it's not like I could go rogue with it because it's like well it's like i i would have to it would i would have to like unscrew it from like this thing it's sitting on i forget what it's called i think it's called starts with a t anyway it's on like a like a like a tripod that isn't i mean essentially yeah it is basically a tripod but that's not what it's called um so i have to like unscrew from that and then it's so long it was like four feet long or three feet long or whatever i would have to like run backwards because it's too long to like turn it so it's like pretty so because you thought about it no i didn't think about it i'm just saying that the guy shooting the handgun next to me i was like you could tell he i don't think he'd shot a handgun before and i was like please don't accidentally point that gun at me (laughs) it's like whenever i've gone i've always been like there's really not a lot separating me from no like if someone's shooting right if someone's shooting like a my point is is like if someone's shooting like a rifle or a large gun even like a shotgun it like it's not as scary as when someone has a handgun yeah because it's like they could just turn like what if like if they're not experienced they literally could just get excited and turn I don't really like shooting handguns as much it's not it's in my opinion it's harder yeah and I think it's because because you have to like 
hold it. You don't get to like rest it like in your shoulder or anything like yeah. that. And I just, you know, it just kind of takes the fun out of it. My arm gets tired. You could always try like a smaller handgun. And, and then it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. There's the, it's just not as fun. I liked, yeah. Yeah, I like, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like just to shoot really giant guns. Yeah, for the experience of doing something, you know. Yeah. I want to feel, I don't feel powerful when I shoot handguns. I just feel, it's just like, I, I do mean, it's fun. scared at first though, because I'm like, oh God. Yeah, but it's like roller coaster scared. Mm-hmm. It's a good kind. Yeah. yeah. Or like going, like right before you go on stage for your dance recital. That's exactly what shooting a gun feels like. <laughs> that's exactly what it feels like <laughs> right before you go on your <laughs> yeah beautiful <laughs> I mean you're right though it's <laughs> exactly what it I, I love that feeling I love to dance Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dance was fun. Wait, I didn't know you danced. What, what genres? I did jazz. Oh, hell yeah. I love jazz. And ballet. Okay. Oh, and I did cheer. Whatever that was. I don't even remember. I don't know what that. Yeah. I never, I did ballet, jazz, lyrical contemporary, which are pretty similar. And then hip hop. I'm gonna be honest like they were just things like I never I never like wanted to be in dance I think it was just something that like one day they my parents were like okay you're in dance now this yeah you do I'm like I guess I uh I like loved performing I liked like I would like put on shows all the time for my family members like of anything like I, I would do like magic shows. I'd be like four and not doing it. I would like anything. Yes. I would like put on plays oh. with my little, I would like force my little brother into like doing plays with me and we would do plays, which was mostly just me bossing him around, to be honest. I know that like me and my brothers did stuff like that growing up, but I, I don't remember anything specific. We usually just like beat each other up. Most of the playing I did as a child, I feel like consisted of, we would like make, we would like, we would play Lion King. That was like a big game we would play. It was Lion King, like me and my like cousins, but it, it, we would just growl at each other and like, it was just throw was, each other to the ground and like yeah. just beat the shit out of each other. It was really just for context. The whole yeah. point was always We better. would just pick a character. Make me, yeah. We would just pick a character, make me noises, like growl yeah. and shit, and then just like beat each other up. And I was probably, and I was like a pretty aggressive child. I was like always the smallest, but I was never afraid. You people, didn't you? You were a biter. You bit people. Only once. I only once remember. God, you were a biter. Only once though. I only remember that one time. Other than that, I would just like body slam you into the ground <laughs> I would like throw myself against someone like dead weight <laughs> you know what <laughs> throw them to the ground we get you on the d-line 
yeah i only ever the the only person i ever bit is someone threw my brother was like three and someone like some neighborhood kid threw ice at him and i got really pissed and i just like beat him up and then he tried to like get away and i bit his arm but i think he deserved it well that yeah i don't feel bad about it he sucked (laughs) (laughs) i don't feel bad no not at all and this kid was like this kid was like eight or nine. Oh. Yeah, we yeah, I bit him when I was like eight. <laughs> I think he was a year older than me. So he was like six years older than my brother. Oh, I can't imagine biting like a it's hard for me to like picture what certain ages look like. They're all I just was eight. I looked I was Allie, I looked so young for so long. What is eight? Like third grade? What is that? What's eight? I was in like second or third grade because so I had a bowl cut no way oh my god it was so bad I mean and it, when I say bowl cut I mean like ear length bowl like bottom earlobe like my parents do not love me because it is 2001 and this they're giving me this haircut dad if you hear that was it a middle part too <laughs> Girl, I had bangs, bro. No. <laughs> it was so bad. No way. Well, I was going to say you had like the Aaron Carter, but that's. The only worst thing that happened in 2001, other than that haircut, was 9 11. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm so bad. Oh my God. Like, I'm, I swear to God, like, I, it looked like they just, like, gave me the scissors and said, like, go for it, girl. The world is your oyster. Jeez. Um, I had really short hair because, like, my hair was really curly. So I didn't, curly hair doesn't look like it grows as fast because it, like, coils up. So I, like, I had, like, Shirley Temple curl hair. Really? Looked, yeah. I was a really cute child. Did that, like, change? I lost a lot of my curl from bleaching my hair. Oh. Um, otherwise, that's still my, like, curl pattern. But, like, a couple years ago, I got my hair back to, like, a healthy enough state that it was doing that. Like, do you remember when I was wearing my hair curly all the time? Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I still have pretty, like, curlets. <laughs> I'm like, is that the same? Your hair, I, you, you change your hair a lot, though. I do. To my benefit. Yeah. Well, oh. it's just, like... How else is anyone going to know I have mental illness? I mean, they say the body is just another way of expressing yourself. It's just like, I don't know. It's like every, I'm a main character. Every season I need new hair, obviously. That's the one thing I just like have not, I can't really change is my hair. I've never. You have healthy hair though. Don't do anything to it. I started, my mom started letting me dye my hair or bleach my hair because I was hiding my gray hair that I started getting at 13. So (laughs) that's what killed my curls. But I, yeah, that it's like a weird thing that runs in my family. Like a lot of people in my family just straight up have gray hair, like a really young, like my uncle had gray hair. I think he started getting gray hair at like 18. I think it was a completely gray at 18. I had a, uh, my great grandma was, had completely white hair by the time she was 30 distant relatives like just wizards 
I don't know. Yeah, it's like I I was reading about it one day because I was curious about it, and I it's like a gene that sometimes shows up in like people with uh, Northern European heritage. My dad told me yesterday he was like, "You look European," and then like I didn't respond. <laughs> he was like, "I mean that as a compliment," and I was like, "What are you saying?" Europe is a large like- continent. <laughs> you just look like every country (laughs) I look European what gave it away (laughs) was it the blonde blonde hair and the blue eyes (laughs) like and 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 the follow-up with I meant that as a compliment (laughs) just added more to like the mystery of what he actually meant (laughs) yeah like could it be because you are of European descent I'm like uh, you know, I, I, don't, I think I responded. I was like, I don't really see it, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> really? No one's ever told me that before. You're the first person who's ever said that. Probably. So apparently, I, I, I guess I, I look European. Hope I, I don't lose any friends over that. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told I look European. <laughs> we need, okay, I really want us to do like the 23andMe test and then read our results together. Actually, I think we should read each other's results to each other. I'm kind of scared to do one. I am too. What if I unlock family secrets? But I'm not ready for it. <laughs> you get your results back, but they send you like, a scroll <laughs> just like this long lost family secret man I don't know I mean I don't think there's any secrets like within my like household like I don't think I have like any extra siblings I don't know about or anything you know but I like I don't know I have some relatives that were mysterious Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting way to describe that. Yeah. Like one, one grandparent of mine, one great grandparent of mine, like we, um, like on her deathbed, she mentioned something about her secret marriage. And like, so, <laughs> and we were like, what? And then never got any context on that. Hey, oh my God. What a queen. Like leave us with a fucking fun a fun mystery like that would be so sick if I like solved a mystery after like like 12 years ago mama mia but like in the great depression (laughs) oh my god (laughs) I don't really know I don't know (laughs) you think like I remember my grandma would would like talk about it but like do you think we're gonna talk about like this part of our lives like the, the pandemic the way like our grandparents talked about the great depression um like yep back in my day we really had to hoard our toilet paper because you never knew when we were gonna every time out. I start to run out of toilet paper I'm always like damn, I really shouldn't let myself get this low in case people decide to just buy all the toilet paper again. What a random thing. I mean, I get it. 
toilet paper is important. Buy a bidet that was so on Amazon. They're like twenty dollars. I, I want a bidet so bad. Just you know, every time I use a bidet, and like, I'm like, every other country does this. The United States is disgusting. I don't know why I would put paper on my hand and then wipe my own ass with it when I could simply just blast my ass with <laughs> ice cold water instead. You can get we have you ever used like. <laughs> as cold as it was like that's they're not all cold if you use a nice bidet it's warm water (laughs) it's like (laughs) that'll wake you up that's (laughs) you know i kind of a refreshing thing like exactly a cup of coffee in the morning you get a I'm really ice cold blast. Don't talk to me until I've blasted my own ass with ice cold water. <laughs> yeah, don't don't, don't like cold shower. Just have my just... ass blasted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, I do love a bidet. We love a bidet. Yeah, I should get one. Maybe I'll yeah, order one. They're like twenty dollars on Amazon. Wait, I really? got Jenna one for her how her apartment when they moved she finally set that up it's life-changing I'm going to order one probably today do it yeah I'm going to it's you know probably better for the environment as well that's one of the things that I regret not taking with me like when I moved Um, your bidet my one of the bidets and also we both bought a seat from the Joe Louis Arena, like when they demolished it. And I love that. Like an authentic seat. Like that's from- sick. You should, I was just thinking, how, you should. That's really what it was. It's like straight up, just like a seat. They like ripped it out of the concrete. That seat, probably, if you sit on that seat long enough, you're probably immune to coronavirus. Like you, it, the antibodies you would get from that seat. It not surprising that the Joe Louis arena was demolished. And then all of a sudden here comes a global pandemic. The timing is uncanny. It is very suspicious timing. When they when they dug up the bathrooms at the Joe Louis Arena, they released. <laughs> Wait, what? When they dug up the bathrooms and from the Joe Louis Arena, they released <laughs> the virus. A demon. The virus is actually a the demon. That the Joe Lewis was high. Joe Lewis was protecting us from demons. I'm not gonna lie though, I don't miss walking down the steps. Or up the steps at the at the Joe Louis Arena. I don't miss it. It was just terrifying every single time. I ring girls for fights at the Joe Louis, and I can tell you, like, but like the backstage areas, or whatever they call the backstage of arenas. I don't know. Anyway, the, those like halls and stuff, and where they have like, I don't know. It sucks. Like. <laughs> It just wasn't, it was sucked. It did. I remember I, I would like always dread because it was, I don't, I don't know. I like our like dressing room or whatever. It was old. So you could yeah, it was it. really old. Like the airflow was, it was just like, 
freezing always oh my god it was so cold so so it was so cold and it was always just like probably the worst dressing room I've ever been in terrible lighting oh my god the fluorescent lights it's almost like intentional at that point it's like dressing rooms I always feel like the lighting is there just to make you hate yourself do you remember the the dressing room lighting at Hollister when you'd go to try and close and then but then you'd be like I actually can't tell what color this is because it's so goddamn dark in here the entire experience of going into Hollister was it was threatening and why like I think about that all the time why did we let that continue like you would leave with a migraine with like way overpriced shirts that literally just like deteriorate they like literally, literally yeah. after a couple of washes, mm-hmm. they will literally get holes in them randomly. I know, they were so- it was like the worst. They were very, I will tell, they were very soft. The sweatpants, I, the sweatpants, they were yeah, because they soft. were like one ply. Yeah. <laughs> get you one ply. And they were just soaked, just soaked in oh, cologne. Smothered. And that cologne, that smell, like you could tell when someone had only like washed it a couple times. Because mm-hmm. it took multiple washes to get that out. Mm-hmm. But I did like that smell. I mean, it was a good smell. It was fun. It was, but it hurt my head. But yeah, even being in the store, it was, I don't know who yeah. decided that was, that lighting was. I know, like, you know, it's really weird. You ever talk to people, like, I always talk to people because, like, I feel like people either worked at, like, American Eagle, Aeropostale, oh, yeah. Abercrombie, or House, or like everyone at some mm-hmm. point worked there. And mm-hmm. I, I worked at American Eagle. I didn't work at any of those. Oh, really? I worked at Jet's Pizza. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <Longer>. <laughs> um, it's, um, it's so weird because I was talking about that with like a group of people a while ago. And it's so funny to me when you, I feel like the people who worked at Hollister still kind of like brag about it a little bit. I, it was like, a, it was like a cool thing. It was a I I I never applied at Hollister because I I could not handle that working in that smell. I just I was also for sure not cool enough. Um, yeah, like you knew it was like cool people. You had to be like a cool person, right, to have a minimum wage job. <laughs> Listen, life is all about you know pecking orders and yeah, it's just a game of chess, it's really. Also, though, too, like. The guy, the CEO of Abercrombie and Hollister, like they, for having such strict requirements on attractiveness, he sure was one ugly motherfucker. They always are. I was like, wow, I feel like you shouldn't be. Ain't that the truth? I'm sorry. I hate you. Like, ah, get out. You need to get out of the tens business. Yeah. You can't be so judgmental. Right. And it was like, it was like that and like the, that was like the same like um like that whole Victoria's Secret era like that whole the all of those stores in that entire time like socially god I think I'm still recovering from that I terrible have to say American Eagle as a corporation was meh it like a corporate like any other corporation that hires mostly teenagers but the management at American Eagle sucked so bad. I had one manager that I, that I like, eh, there was like one or two that I liked, but the main manager there 
was awful. And actually I got a different retail job. I'm not going to say what it was because I don't want to start some retail beef, but my manager at that job also worked for American Eagle and they, she had worked with my manager and hated her too and said she was a horrible, miserable person. And I was like, damn, yeah, she was. My manager at Jed's Pizza lost one of his toes because he had diabetes. And one time he called me into the back room and everyone was standing around and he pointed at the floor and he was like, Allie, what's that? And I was like, what? I don't see it. And he was like on the floor right there. And I couldn't see anything. And then I looked and he just had his toe out, his like fresh nub. And he was like showing me. That's why he was pointing to the floor. And then I like, I don't know. I probably was like, holy shit, that's fucking wild. And then everyone laughed. I feel like we had very different employment experiences as teenagers. I had a great time. I really liked, I worked for um, Spirit Halloween and I liked that job. Spirit Halloween would be fun. Yeah, it was a fun job. You deal with a lot of um, theft though. And you can't really, I mean, not that you can really do theft about anything about theft when you work in retail. Cause like you're like corporations don't let you really do anything about it. But it's irritating because it's like, like, first off, that doesn't, that shouldn't affect me, right? Like you have, like, you have insurance for that. And it's like, I feel like a lot of retail places, and this isn't specific to to Spirit, but they, huh? Do they want you to like physically stop them or? No, you can't. You, you can't. Like, there's too many like legal issues. I don't really know what they do now, but back then, um I just feel like a lot of companies and not even specific to spirit but a lot of companies um I know kind of put pressure on employees about theft and it's like you really like legally can't do anything and then also like that you have like a theft like that's written into your budget but yeah they can't really do a whole lot but I feel like there's a lot of pressure on employees to like prevent theft when but then also like you can't do anything about it if you want me to prevent theft at your place of work or the, your business, you need to let me bring my ninja stars and my katana collection to work. But you do love a sword. Oh my God. I'm going to start collecting swords. I think that's what happens though. Like all of the swords that I have come in contact with in the last couple of months, like I was at this party and these kids were like, yeah, we have a trunk full of different swords in the parking lot. Do you want to go look at them? And I was like, 110%. Was this an anime kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just, for context, it makes sense. I know kids. Yeah, love anime kids, but they do bring the swords. Yeah. And so we went out there and I just, he really, truly, they had like 10 or 12, you know, and, and there was a part of me that said, I don't know what would happen or, or why you would have that many swords in your trunk of the trunk of your vehicle or what but I think maybe you know just in case this scenario like that's why I would carry a sword like if I had cool swords I would carry them with me if I was going to a place where like I could show people these swords right so what else am I going to do with them I actually I really want a cool dagger like just what a dramatic cool thing to have just like a cool dagger 
And yeah, I, just, I want with like a cool like opal handle or something and I'll just like leave it next to my bed it'll be a cool like conversation piece yep I'll like open my mail with it or like my big my bed knife <laughs> wait don't tell people about your bed knife it's supposed to be a secret I keep like a knife under my pillow because I live alone so yeah but like People will find that. And I guess it's kind of off-putting to know that you just slept in a bed next to I would feel safer, to be honest. If I woke up, reached under a pillow, and I was like, oh, there's a giant knife under here. And it is safer. An aggressive knife. It is. I've seen it. I've definitely seen your bed knife. It's dope. It is. It's a it's a (laughs) yeah, I want a cool dagger though a cool like vintage looking dagger we should do that we should find matching we should get i should get a matching dagger to your sword (gasps) and then i will get a matching sword to your dagger oh my god we should like make a comic book and it's you with a sword and me with like a sick dagger only if i can have massive voluptuous titties well obviously in in the comic book as well. <laughs> like I know I want us drawn like okay, wait, do you remember the movie Kung Fury? Yes. You remember the barbarian women? Oh my god, yeah. I feel like we should be drawn like that, and you'll just have a giant sword, and then I'll have like a dagger. Barbarian women. Yeah. They were intense, but sexually. They were awesome. That's a good movie. It was great. I am very glad that I can't believe you've never seen that. And I was using Hacker Man. Like I just thought it was a funny thing. If I you, knew it was from something, but I didn't know from what. I I can't believe that movie has been around eight years and you never saw it. Yeah. If and you then ever, I told people I watched it, they were like, "Oh my god, you haven't seen that?" I'm like, "I haven't even heard of it. I just didn't." If you don't know what Kung Fury is, it's a movie that basically. Basically, they made a movie with every single, like, 80s movie stereotype you could. Like, they really did not leave anything out. There was every single, I mean, they even, like, uh, it's so funny. It's so, like, it's just clever. It's one of those movies that you can watch a couple times, and every time you watch it, you, like, see different things you didn't see before. I didn't like the main guy. He was annoying. That's the director and writer, also. Oh, <laughs> he also stars in it. His name's it's like David something. This whole character, the like that movie would have probably been way funnier if he just wasn't that person. Well, I think his character was supposed to be kind of a play on the karate kid. Yeah, he did a horrible job at it though. I, he just wasn't, it just did not land for me. There were so many other things that were hilarious that like made up. What for was your it. favorite yeah. part? Well, I mean, Hacker Man, like finding that out was real. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> yeah. I, do and like then, I think the part where he's like, I'm a cop. I'm damn good at my job. Because I've been saying that to myself in my head. <laughs> it is a catchy, <laughs> catchy line. I don't know what my favorite part is. 
I don't I don't know what my favorite part is without like giving I don't want to give away the super funny parts away to people who haven't seen it. Oh, oh yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, I don't want to well, none of those, I don't think any of those are really spoilers. I mean, first off, the movie's been out eight years. We're not spoiling it. I'm just trying, I'm going the extra mile not to be a dick. So in short, Kung Fury, great movie. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, for sure. Speaking, wait, what was I going to say? Fuck. We should check it out. And you should also check us out. Okay. I'm going to redo that. So in short, Kung Fury, great movie. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. You should definitely check it out. Speaking of checking things out, definitely look for us on Spotify, Apple Music, and check us out on Patreon where we post fun little bonus content. And come hang out with us in person. Just kidding. Don't, please don't. I'll never leave my house. Do not come to my house. Um, Okay, bye besties. Bye.